Hello and welcome to the Spiritualized Podcast. This is your host Jess Fenton and today we're talking about the individuation process and specifically the alchemical marriage which we will look through the lens of relationship and business and see what's going on here. But first of all, I'd already recorded this episode of the podcast and on completion I thought, great, that was exactly what I wanted, only to find that my computer had run out of battery and I hadn't noticed. So here I am recording it again. Obviously something else needs to come through, something else needs to be said. And so let's see what that is. When I press record to do an episode, I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to say. I just have a topic and that's it. Nothing is activated generally in within my mind. It just moves through into speech. A little bit goes on in my brain while I'm speaking, but generally I just open my mouth and see what comes out. So that's my process. So let's see what's going to come out today as we talk about the alchemical marriage, the balance of the internal masculine and feminine, which ultimately brings us into wholeness. And of course, in wholeness, there is no more manifestation. There's just an unfolding of our preferred reality and a meeting of other people in wholeness, whether that's other people in terms of relationship, in terms of business, um, in terms of everything. We move into a slightly different frequency and we see the reality shift in a very significant way. So let's get started. I'm going to talk a little bit about my own journey into the alchemical marriage and what's going on and why I see this so important for 2024. I'm in the process of focusing on activating more of the masculine within me. My feminine is very, that's always been very easy to be in the feminine aspect of myself. But I've started to see, or I've seen for a while, how many problems it can cause when the masculine, internal masculine, is not fully activated and doing what he needs to be doing, which of course is being masculine. I was watching, um, I can't remember his name, so Shaolin Monk, I think it's Shen Hen Yi, I'm not sure, I'll write it in the notes. He had done this amazing 2024 speech and it was so perfect for understanding the individuation process and activating the masculine within us. He was talking about the needing to go through a certain part of the journey alone and to be okay with that, to understand that this part of the journey was about discipline, focus, commitment, strength, having a routine, having a way of being that was very much in that masculine um, space. And then from there, the feminine can really come in and relax. So if we move into, I'm going to talk a little bit about my own story and what's going on for me. But if we just talk a bit about relationships so that we can understand 
why the balance is so important and why the masculine is the way through to being more feminine. We're often looking externally for the man in our life or the man coming into our life to help us feel more feminine or to to allow us to relax and surrender more into the feminine. But that can never work from the external. It has to be created from within. And so in order to fully surrender, trust, and relax into the feminine, there needs to be a presence of security, of groundedness, of safety, in order for the feminine to feel safe enough to do what she needs to do in her feminine. So if we look at it through the relationship, imagine you have a man and a woman, and the man is so solid in his presence. He shows up when he says he's going to show up. He does what he says he's going to do. He's absolutely committed to you. He's fully in his purpose. He has his direction. He has a vision. And he has a sense of strong presence. Now you can feel within that, that what I've described, how as a woman you would feel so relaxed. You'd feel surrendered and in trust. And through that, that feminine sensuality is just there. Can't help being feminine in that type of energy when the masculine shows up like that. And of course, when you're fully in your feminine energy in that way, the masculine is then nourished. He's nourished from the truth of your feminine essence, essence not from a, a make believe um, or forced a forced part of your feminine. So that might be, you know dressing up more femininely or on the surface looking more feminine but ultimately you don't you still don't feel fully relaxed or you still don't fully trust and so that is activating the wounded masculine within and of course that is going to be felt at an energetic level by the masculine and then that's no longer nourishing to him so as he presents in that strong, healthy masculine, masculine, you can see how the feminine just can really relax into receiving. She's not on high alert. Her nervous system's not dysfunctional or dysregulated, should I say. She does no cognitive dissonance. She's not in confusion. And you can see how good this feels. Now, conversely, if there's a man and he is not committed, he doesn't really do what he says he's going to do. He's unsure of the relationship. He's in, he's out, he's hot, he's cold, he's avoidant, he's anxious. He's all all these things. How as the feminine can you relax in that? How can you receive from that energy? Because the masculine in that wounded energy can't be fully present. And so we see how the individuation is working. That example I've given you on the external is what is going on internally. And if either whatever's happening externally, you can, it's highly likely that that's going to be happening internally. So 
as we move back to the internal, we want to have a masculine within us that feels grounded, strong, present, that he has focus, discipline, he knows where he's going, he makes decisions very quickly, he is fully committed. Now the feminine within can really relax and receive everything the world has to offer and everything that the inner masculine has to offer her as well. So let's take this into boundaries. The masculine is there to provide, the inner masculine and, and the external masculine, the inner masculine is there to provide those boundaries for the inner feminine. So in relationship, when we have those, high bound, those strong boundaries, high standards, high value, we have no cognitive dissonance. We have no confusion. That's not to say that someone on the external is not going to cause that confusion or cognitive dissonance or that they're not going to be fully committed or any of these things. But when we're holding that, when the masculine within us holds those boundaries and the feminine is connected, what will happen is we will not be available for that cognitive dissonance. We won't be available for confusion. We won't be available for lack of commitment. We'll move away immediately. And so when the masculine the masculine's not activated, the feminine within will go to the the masculine partner outside of her and want him to create the safety for her. And so she might be unwilling to notice what is going on, or she might notice, but unwilling to do anything about it, unwilling to stand her ground and saying, this is not what I want. And so if her, if her boundaries are strong enough, she'll never have to say anything. It's communicated energetically. Of course, if you're having to say anything in regard to boundaries, it is not a boundary. Um, and so it will be broken. Even if they do, don't, even if they go with your boundary and your standard, if you're having to communicate what you need, then it's not fully integrated. Or if you're having to communicate multiple times, because there's an energy when it's integrated, people just know. You know how to treat other people depending on their boundaries. If someone's boundaries are weak, we will all cross them. It's just human nature. It doesn't make us any of us bad that uh, we cross other people's boundaries when they're not strong and solid. And so anything to do with boundaries is always our own responsibility. And that is the part of the role of the masculine, responsibility. And so as we reflect, reflect back on our past life, we can see that all of the pain, betrayal, struggle, anything that has happened within relationships was all down to the boundaries. And it was really nothing to do with the other person. Yes, the other person could have shown up in all sorts of different ways that were not uh, in our highest interest, but we allowed it. The feminine was highly likely not to be in balance with her masculine. So he wasn't standing up for her energetically. He wasn't saying, no, we don't accept that. And so all of these issues that come in in relationship 
have been because there was an imbalance of masculine and feminine, and ultimately that those boundaries weren't strong enough. Now, when I talk about boundaries, I'm not talking about keeping people out. I'm not talking about building up defensive walls. It's not that sort of boundary. It's not a boundary that, as we usually understand it, it's it's very, I'm trying to think of how it feels, it's this inner invisible structure. It's your, it's your no, it's your, it's your standard. We all have the standard, but for, there'll be people that come into our life, maybe it's just one person that we drop our standard for, maybe it's multiple people, maybe it's everybody, but we all have, we all have standards. So if anything has been happening within relationship, we can see that it was coming from our lack of boundaries and our lack of internal balance within the masculine feminine. And of course, individuation is here to rectify it. It's here to rebalance us. So the beauty of this is just in that awareness. As we move forward, we can now see anything that is presented to us we quickly check in with our standard. We quickly check in with our higher self of, is this is this my standard? Is the partner or the partner coming in, are they acting in a way in accordance with the standard that I'm holding for myself? And if they're not, then there's that's where the, the inner masculine will decide what needs to be done. And it's to follow that and not, not be not be wooed into the external masculine, into the partner, um, into those moments he might show up in a really good way and then other moments he doesn't and just connecting to those times when he does show up in a good way. It would be really judging it overall and what sort of man is this that you're involving yourself with, whether it's someone new or whether you've been in a relationship for 20 years with this person. Just because you've been in a relationship for 20 years doesn't mean you have to continue with that line of energetics. And I see this on a side story here. I know a few young women in their 20s, maybe early 30s, who are with men who are not in that strong mas masculine uh, energy. And I can see their life force being depleted already. I can see that they're held down, that they're repressed, that they have to do things that they don't want to do, such as going to a job that they don't want to go to, or being doing life in a way that is not expanding for them. And yet they stick with the man because the inner masculine hasn't been activated. And so the external partner feels the safest option. It feels safer than being alone. It feels safer than potentially looking for someone else to spend the rest of your life with or portion of your life. It's better the devil you know type thing. And of course, on the other side of it, I'm now on the other side where I've got to see my whole life experience and how that played out and how allowing 
allowing myself to stay in a relationship that didn't have that balance because I was not in balance and I wasn't aware of the knowledge at this time that my life force completely depleted. I started, I was feeling numb. I was feeling drained. I didn't want to be in any feminine energy. I don't even think I owned a dress. Um, and I worked really hard. I, I was the main provider. And so ultimately, when I came out of that relationship, I really understood what had been going on. Often within a relationship, you can't see it. Sometimes you don't have the information. Sometimes the individuation hasn't started yet for you. And so you continue on in a relationship that doesn't really serve you. The other complicating factor is you can be in a relationship that does make you happy, that you do feel, um, you know, on a day-to-day basis, there's nothing really fundamentally wrong with it and yet your life force is depleting you are losing radiance you are picking up um maybe i i didn't experience any ill health but some women will experience some ill health and so or there might be weight gain if you're not fully radiant fully glowing with your partner there is an imbalance there for sure so the we move back into the individuation and how that glow and that radiance comes from balancing the inner masculine and feminine. From there, whatever happens in the current relationship or a relationship you're calling in will be determined by your own inner masculine and whatever the situation is. It's obviously going to be different for each person in each situation. But you're in such a strong place when you're in balance, when you're in wholeness, when you don't need the other person. And instead, you get to be with them because you choose um you choose to be that it's it's a relationship that is there for your highest good and you, of course the highest good for you is the highest good for all so in this relationship aspect as we look into the inner masculine inner feminine we see that the boundaries are so important so as we're moving through into the alchemical marriage the most important thing to start with because it is a step by step process it's to start with looking at your boundaries. The next steps we won't be talking about today, but this really sets us up for 2024 and sets us up for the individuation, moving into um, a process that is really going to provide us with something extraordinarily good uh, in our lives and on the other side. Now, what is within is reflected without. We've talked a little bit about the relationship and why that is so important, because in that masculine um, safety, the provider, the protector, and you feel so nourished by that, you're going to be so much in your feminine energy. And in that feminine energy, all of the ill health stops, potentially the glow comes back, the radiance comes back. It's like the the body comes back online, the creativity comes back online because there's now a safety. There's now a protector, there's a provider. There's no cognitive dissonance. There's no confusion. 
and there's only an inner peace to replace that. And that's the inner masculine who provides that. So we need to cultivate him. And what better way to cultivate our inner masculine than understanding what is going on within our business or in our projects to um, to strengthen the inner masculine. So within business, it comes down to working with foundation. And that's going to be, I sense for a lot of people listening, definitely for me, is to build that foundation. But before I move into that, I just wanted to go back a little bit back into the relationship bit, because there's another aspect I want to bring in terms of a story that might help to feel the integration of what I'm saying. Now, I was in the relationship, and at the beginning of this relationship, I was looking for a label. I was all in that, you know, I need a label, I need to, I need you to tell me what the label is, I need your commitment so I can feel safe and secure, and not being in this confusion, not, not, not understand what's going on, and have that clarity. And what he said to me was so profound. He said, if you, you find if you just relax, you'll get what you want. Now, of course, that's true. And he was incredibly present, incredibly masculine in that respect, and very grounding. But what happened was my internal masculine feminine weren't balanced. And so I couldn't provide that protector, that um, that safety within myself. I needed it from him. And so when he was not able to offer that, because once you once you're not in wholeness and you're putting that responsibility onto somebody else, they lose their freedom. And now they're going to pull away because they don't feel free. They will only be magnetized to you when you can truly offer them freedom. They might come into a relationship with you, but um, it could be a forced relationship. It might be because they feel they should, or there's some sense of duty, but it's not a sense of, I just have to be with this woman. I cannot be with anybody else because she makes me feel free. To be able to offer the gift of freedom to a man is the the gift that very few women can give. And if you can offer that gift of freedom, he will be completely committed. He'll be completely magnetized to you. So we get a sense of our, you know, how how mag- magnetism is working, how the energetics of relationship are working. Another aspect of this is the masculine provides presence. So we want to be in a relationship where the man is fully present, he's strong, he's grounded, he's committed, he's provide, he does what he says he's going to do, all of those things that a strong masculine does. And as he does that, and we're able to relax fully into the feminine, when he's fully present, we then entrain into his presence. As a woman, 
you know, we can be a bit all over the place. We want everything all of the time. We want, we want it all. We want to experience everything because, you know, the, the feminine is everything. And so that's why the feminine wants to shop. It's never enough. She wants to love. It's never enough. She wants to eat. It's never enough. And it's, you know, famously, a man will be, you know, there'll be, you'll spend the evening together and he'll be like, okay, that, you know, you got, I gave you what you wanted or needed. But of course, the next night, the woman's like, oh, I love that. I just want more. He's like, but, I gave it to you. you and so she's never he he often doesn't understand that she will never will never be enough for her she'll always want more of it more love more more pleasure more sensuality the woman is all about the more and so as we uh, metaphorically in front or physically in front of the masculine in front of the man we entrain into his presence we come into that stillness with him. And within that, he does something extraordinary. He opens you up to being able to manifest absolutely anything that is available for you in the universe. Because it's only in this present moment that we can manifest anything. Outside of this present moment, there is nothing to manifest. There's nothing in the past to manifest. There's nothing in the future to manifest because they don't exist. Only this present moment does. And so the masculine, strong man gives us that gift. And to be able to give us that gift, we need to have selected the right man. If we select the right man based on our wholeness within our balance of masculine and feminine within the masculine within holding her strong boundaries so that the feminine within is looked after we will choose the right person and in choosing the right person he'll bring us into presence and as he brings us into presence he opens us up to the whole universe to receive whatever it is we want to receive and of course as he does this he is also providing us with that feeling of safety of being provided for, of being protected. And that leads us to be so much in the feminine energy, so much into our receiving. And we can just relax. And there's nothing more, more nourishing to a man than a woman, than a woman who is fully relaxed and receiving everything he has to offer her. And so we can look to our external and go, oh, well, how do I get him to do that? How do I get uh, call in a person who can do that? Whatever the situation, it's never anything to do with the outside person. And that's why the individuation is so crucial, because as we come into wholeness ourselves, into the balance, into the strong boundary, high standards, we will automatically choose the right person who can deliver all of those things that we need. And now we're living a life of exquisiteness. Now we're not all in, in this confusion and this lack of clarity and the triggers and emotional stuff and drama. It's just peaceful. And so from here, that should help to give us an understanding about business as well.
As we move into the business side of things, we go into the foundation element. Now, I've been interviewing a lot of uh, women who are very successful on this podcast. Uh, they've got to six, seven, eight, nine, ten million pounds or dollars within their business. And they, a lot of them had a similar story of getting to the first million, the first million and a half. It was fairly easy, but then everything collapsed. Everything fell apart. It was like they could, um, whatever was working before now no longer worked. And of course, on reflection, what that was, as they'd said, and as I observed, is that there was no foundation. And that was because the inner feminine within them at that that time was just not wanting to sit down and build that foundation, which is um, not pleasant for a lot of, for a very feminine woman. It's painful to sit and focus and think and to get really clear on your vision and your strategy and all of that stuff, all of that masculine part of business does not feel good to a lot of women. And there's also been this retaliation of we've probably have been in the corporate space or another space where we were forced into that masculine energy for a long time. And so definitely my own journey, I really resisted. I'd spent, you know, 20 years really activated in my masculine and when I came into the spiritual awakening and left the corporate world I had no desire to go back into that masculine energy and so of course in the feminine we get creative we put stuff out there we do the work whatever work we're doing and we bring in the success and the income into the business and yet there's going to be a point where it no longer works partly because there's no foundation um, and the feminine can't really enjoy life without the masculine being activated. So this is why 2024, in the individuation process, probably if you're listening to this podcast, is that it's about foundation, building a really strong foundation to have a strategy a vision, a focus, a discipline. And as I was saying, it's watching that video with the Shaolin monk. Oh, I just think he is amazing. He is who I turn to when I want to observe the masculine in action. That is what I want my inner masculine to be. I wanted to feel like him. And so within that, as I was saying before, he was very much about, we've got to be disciplined, focused, have a routine. When I look at the very masculine guys in my life, they are all like that. So structured, rigid in a way. They have this, um, you know, their goals, they write all their goals down. They like to see the growth. They like to measure stuff. Um, just all of the stuff guys tend to like. And it's bringing more of that into the business aspect. As we do that, we're then able to feel that provider within us. And then within the business, we're able to feel the protector. 
So if your business is really, and the brand that you're growing is really strong in its foundation, even if nothing much is happening at the top, the foundation is the most important part. As time goes on, you know, we can sprinkle the seeds, we can bring everything into harvest, but it's about those deep roots. Think about a tree. When a tree has is deeply rooted, it doesn't matter if a tornado comes or a storm and, you know, blows it about. The most that's going to happen generally is that the leaves are going to blow off, but it stays stable. And that's what we're looking for in the business, that no matter what challenges come up or what storms come through, what how how society shifts in terms of changing the business, we are rooted. And in that rootedness, we can now really bring in that feminine to, to, to really create, to create a level that is much easier when there is that focus. So it's going back to that relationship. When the man in your life is really showing up as he should, you can just relax. You can breathe. You don't have to worry that he's, you just don't have, you, you're, you can just relax and breathe. That's all I can say. You can fully surrender. And that's what we're looking for in business, that there's no month to month worrying about stuff, that there's just this relaxation, that breath of, I can just relax. Everything is got that foundation it's strong and allow things to grow from there now of course why people don't do that is often because of time pressure because there's well I have to get the money in I have to do this I see everybody else doing this or that and they're moving at speed and um, I have to keep up and of course that's not true we really are the hare versus the tortoise here. Let everyone else be the tortoise. Let everyone else speed along without their foundation. And it'll come time when we've built our foundation and we're, you know, meandering along slowly and just past the, the tortoise there, who then has probably come into burnout everything's fallen apart. And then at that point, they have to build their structure. They have to become a hare and come out of their tortoise energy. So we're in the hare energy, nice, strong foundation. And the beauty of this is when we look at timelessness, we uh, in timelessness, you speed everything up. Course in Miracles says, infinite patience produces immediate results. And if you really deepen into what this means is that patience patience means you're so patient that you could wait forever for it if there's any timeline whatsoever on what it is you really want to happen you're now in a different sort of patience you're in one of these patients i see it a lot with students who want a relationship they're patient 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 and then they blow up because they were never patient they were forced forcing themselves to wait and to hold and it wasn't a truth it wasn't a letting go of I'm willing to wait forever for this and as soon as you can get into that energy of I I can wait forever for this I'm okay where I am right this second 
I don't need to be anywhere else. I don't need the relationship right now. I don't need this to happen in business right now. I'm fully relaxed and I can wait forever for this. In that moment, it comes immediately. It was always right in front of you because there's only the present moment. Past and future don't exist and everything past, present and future is held in this moment. So of course, whatever you want can happen immediately. The relationship that you've been pining after that you think might never happen could happen in the next minute. The the success you want in your business or the whatever, because each person's going to have a slightly different business, so I can't really give an example, can happen in the next email, can happen in the next message, can happen in a minute. And so there is that need to come out of timelessness. And of course, it's the inner masculine that is responsible for time and space. He is in charge of that. And so if we haven't been connected to our inner masculine, we're now going to be very much in uh, trying to control time and space, not trusting that everything happens when it happens. Now, I just want to, before I carry on with that, I wanted to do a side note here because I've been talking about building a $10 million brand and a $500,000 a month. And what I'd noticed is what I didn't make clear is that although I speak about money, I actually have no interest in the money side of it. So, I'm not sitting here thinking, you know, looking at the money going into my bank account. I don't notice. I use those figures as an archetype. And so when I think of 10 million versus 100,000, they're very different energies. 10 million, you have, you have, you can, I get a sense of, what I need to do, where I need to be, how activated or how um, engaging or how imaginative I have to be. To The 10 million holds a different frequency. It's a different archetype. And so when I'm talking about money goals, I'm talking about archetypal goals, that it has a feeling within it of what I need to do. So if I wanted to earn ten dollars that's going to give me an indication of what I need to do versus ten million is going to give me an indication of what I need to do and so that's why I use those figures so I don't want to bring those figures in in terms of rushing anybody of to of making anyone feel like they're being left behind or that they're not enough or that they might not be able to achieve whatever they want to achieve. I did, I'm just talking about more of the, the, the feelings that can come up in more of that uh, negative, not negative, but um, like, I can't think of the energy, fear of missing out or that um that behind behind energy that's not its intention i should make that clear um that for me if the 500,000 doesn't happen this month maybe it'll happen next month maybe it'll happen next year what i do know within myself is it is happening 
I just don't know when. But when I give myself a date and a time, what that does is it helps me focus my my energy. It helps me um, understand what I need to do, how often I need to show up, or how imaginative I need to be, because it's not necessarily about working harder. It's maybe more imaginative ideas or more creativity or an opening of perception to think of things in a slightly different way. Because, for example, the 10 million can come in all sorts of ways. We often get stuck in our perspective of, oh, it needs to come in this way. And maybe that way entails a lot of hard work or it entails something. Whereas when we open up our perception, it can come in all different ways. It can come in all different time frames. And that's what we're trying to open up. And as we move more into the individuation process, more into wholeness, the wholeness activates synchronicity. People often speak about synchronicity at a very surface level, which is about numbers. And, you know, I love the numbers or what whatever it is, but synchronicity is a very deep, deep topic. And wholeness invokes synchronicity our reality that we want to unfold before us that is of magic and miracles comes through synchronicity the the relationship the success or whatever it is we desire in our life comes through synchronicity which comes through wholeness this is where the ease of something is this is where we no longer have to push or force it just happens but of course until that wholeness is achieved that synchronicity isn't at its height it's not the synchronicity is about making the invisible visible so everything is there and the more we're able to see into this invisible realm we see things that we didn't see before and that's why some people can be so have so much incredible success and go you know it's so easy i just see opportunity everywhere whereas someone else with the same skills or um you know similarities be like i don't see it I don't see how that, you know, to do this or do that. Um, Same with relationship. There might be someone who is much more in that wholeness and just sees relationship everywhere. Everyone could be a potential partner. Um, And so it's just like this abundance of people to choose from. And then that discernment of just like, okay, this is my standard. Who do I choose to pick is very different from that lack feeling of like oh there's only one person I've got to find this one person on the planet who's going to be the match and we start to see how that presents its problems so the synchronicity really opens us up to the abundance of life opens up us up into the universal energies and once we see it once the synchronicity is there it's done And so that wholeness, individuation process, coming to wholeness, experiencing the synchronicity is how we create a a reality that is literally magical. There have been aspects of times where I was moving very much into wholeness um, for brief periods. And so I've experienced it from the other side. Ultimately, we're trying to move into wholeness, you know, 
for longer periods. But when we feel it for those brief moments or for that little bit of time or those weeks or months or whatever we experience uh, that wholeness within us, that balance of the masculine feminine, then we, we see how magical it is on the other side. And I was reading, I think, in the Gene Keys, where it was talking about moving from obscurity into light, which is very much around um, the individuation process. And what it was saying, I can't I think, I'm trying to remember, it was saying something along the lines that if we, oh, let me think about this, it's gone out of my head. Okay. I don't think that's probably going to come back at a a different time in this conversation or this talk. So where was I? Let's move back into the business aspect of it. And in terms, I had been talking about this, this number and the archetype. So when we're choosing what it is we're creating, some people don't work with numbers because if they don't reach their goal, they feel a lack of self-esteem. They feel bad about themselves. For me, I'm like, I pick a number. I'm like, oh, I picked it. It's happening. Uh, I'm also somebody who, if I see someone else do something, it makes me happy. I'm like, I can do it too. And I can probably do it better. I have a little bit of that attitude about me. Like if I see someone doing something, I'm like, I can do that better. So that's when I got into teaching Pilates. I think I went to a class and saw the teacher teaching. I'm like, hmm, I can teach better than that. And off I went to become a Pilates teacher. So with that, when someone else has done something, it's so it's so much fun. It's like, ah, well, if they can do it, I can do it. So we pick a number and it's that surety. Once we've picked it, it's done. It's a done deal. Maybe it won't happen in the timing we want, and maybe it will. As I was saying, the timing is determined by the masculine. Um, the inner masculine, he's responsible for that. And if we have that activated within us, we're going to feel safe. We're not going to feel in a rush. All of these people are trying to rush everybody, going, you've got to buy this, you've got to do that. Um, or just saying, I've done this, I've done that. They put this uh, pressure on. And if the internal masculine is not strong enough to withstand that pressure, then the feminine falls for it. Um, the feminine within us is a little bit gullible. And so that's why we need the masculine to go, no, we go with our own timing. We we take it at our own pace. And that's another important aspect of why the masculine is so important. In terms of developing the the inner masculine, we need to look at the external masculine, get a sense of what the masculine is and how we can cultivate more of him within us. One one, uh, way of doing this is to read books that a man would read that are written for men. So like The Way of the Superior Man by David Dada, he's going to give you a good sense of what it feels like to be a man and, um, you know, what challenges they face, what feelings, what goes on in their world. And that helps us. Now, of course, when we're able to understand the masculine and bring understand the masculine within us, that is going to be so good for relationship. You can see that if we understand the masculine, 
because we've been um, cultivating the masculine within, we're going to understand our partner or the partner we're calling in, and he's going to feel so, so seen, so nourished that we understand what it's like to be a man. Now, with um, with that, the masculine. Let me just gather my thoughts. I was gonna something good was coming through there. What was it? Uh, the masculine is around cultivating the inner masculine. He let me think. The inner masculine. Yes came back so the inner masculine is as I said in one of the other episode about the individuation the inner masculine is an archetype within us he's distinct from us he has his own thoughts his own opinions his own vision he is he's like someone living within us he's a collection of all the men throughout history living within us and um as we grow up and we have a sense of who the masculine is, that's who we end up with living inside of us. That's who's leading us. That's who's in control. So if we haven't had a really strong masculine presence, someone who we can look to who's an example, like a really strong father figure or father or whatever, then, you know, who knows what kind of masculine we've got within us. And so we want to, this this entity, this masculine entity within us, we want to bring him to a place that he, he's a masculine that we we want leading us. And so we look to the external, we look to the a man who inspires us, who has that sense of if we were a masculine we'd want to be him or he has qualities that we really respect so of course the masculine loves to be respected and so when we look at that what is it if we were the masculine what would we want to be respected for so there's all these ways of working with um, cultivating the inner masculine within us but in this what I'm trying to say is that the masculine within us is its own entity it's a culmination of all all men across time and all men across time combined with what we've grown up with and we perceive to be um, the masculine. So a lot, sometimes we end up with a wounded masculine who um, is a little bit of a, you know, baby and can't really, he's he's a bit um, undecisive, uncommitted, which then the inner feminine doesn't feel good with that. So you can see exactly what needs to be done here. It's crystal clear, I hope. Um, and as that happens, the the business just blooms, the relationship just blooms. There's a life force that is moving, all of the energy is now moving. And that first step is the boundary, understanding what it is that you're a no to. And to uphold that, to let that inner masculine stand up for you and go, no, that's not the relationship I want. If it's in dating, as soon as you see something that's not um, in alignment with you, you you walk away, you turn you turn away from it, and you'll see 
generally they will either fall away or they will rise to the challenge. Every man loves to have a woman who can challenge him. They don't want a doormat and they don't want someone who's going to weaken their boundaries. So almost a man is testing a woman's boundaries. He's testing the masculine within her. And if you can hold that strength within you, you actually provide a invisible structure to hold his masculine up as well. And with that, he, you know, it's like a feed a feedback loop. With that, he now feels like he can commit, that you're not going to be all needy and, you know, that you need him to completely look after you. He's going to feel that strength within you. And, of course, comes your ability to give him his freedom. And not freedom to go off and do whatever he wants because you hold your standard. And if it's like a monogamous relationship, for example, that's your standard. And anything outside of that is not going to work for you. And then you'll find if you hold that standard, that's what you want. And you have the boundaries. You will bring in someone who wants the same thing. You'll bring in a man or create more within your partner where he has that stronger, those stronger boundaries. If your boundaries are loose and loosey-goosey and, you know, you're going to drop them any time that you feel a fear of losing someone, um, because that's what it's all about, then you're going to attract someone who has weak boundaries. They're not going to be committed to themselves. They're not going to be in that strong masculine energy. Um, because they have to be a match to you. If you want someone with strong boundaries, you've got to call in that match by having those strong boundaries. Just a reminder that the boundaries aren't this uh, forceful, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. It's actually has a very feminine quality. Can you imagine like a woman who she doesn't need to say anything, but you know where her standard is and you, you can see that a man is not going to, push past that he's just going to raise himself up to that standard or he will already be at that standard but it's highly attractive to the man it's intoxicating when a woman doesn't need him every i think nearly every man says that there is this aspect of being needed but it's needed from a different perspective it's not this i need you to give me all of this stuff um it's i'm fine by myself and it's it's a different sort of need. Um, it's that need of, because ultimately we're not trying to separate and go, I don't need a man or any of that. It's actually we do need to be in partnership. It's what nourishes us. We're, we're designed to be in partnership. I know some people are going to choose against that. But as humans, we are designed to be in relationship to each other. And it's nourishing. Um, and so we do need them in in that respect. But we come we're coming from a place of wholeness, of I need that relationship from I don't know, I think you can sense what I'm saying. It's not this uh, graspy, clingy, I need you to make me feel safe, otherwise I don't feel good, and it's all this responsibility is all on you to make me happy. It's very difficult for someone to take on that level of responsibility. Um, I experienced that with my mother of she gave me full responsibility for her emotional well-being and um, it was very difficult 
And I, I don't like being given that responsibility for anybody. So as we can see here, 2024 is the year of individuation. It's the year of the feminine, which is funny because it's the year of the feminine, where we go through into the feminine by the masculine. So we've got to get this masculine nice and strong. He's going to be the one that provides that, um, that anchor. And it's that anchor that is going to make this business or brand go into whatever uh, success you want. It's that anchor that provides you with an external relationship that is absolutely divine. Because, of course, when you come into wholeness, you get the bridge to the divine. And now divine energy just moves through you and it moves through your partner or the partner you're calling in and it moves through your business and can you imagine how magical that is when you're just moving with the, the divine moving through you in wholeness and so the prize is something very rare on this planet not many people are going to be willing to go through this process because it's not an easy process. A lot of stuff is going to come up. Uh, I talked, I think, in the last episode on the individuation about the arch nemesis. You've got to find this nemesis is coming up. You're going to have to come face to face with something so extraordinary, di extraordinarily difficult. You're going to come face to face with your deepest fear, your deepest wound, and you have to face it. And yet, it's the masculine within us. We need both the masculine and feminine to face this arch nemesis that ultimately brings us into wholeness. So that's why the first step is the boundary. We need the, ma the masculine within us to be there for us, to support us, to protect us through this. Um, as all of the repressed emotions are starting to bubble to the surface, all of that stuff that we've held down that might have been keeping some people in illness or might have been keeping some people in financial issues or might have been keeping people in all sorts of different things going on in their life. It's all been bubbling. It's all been repressed. These are now loosening and it's all going to start to come up. So this isn't an easy process. It's not for everybody, but it is a way to come into wholeness. It's a way to experience unity consciousness and to come out of separation. And that is the journey of the human. That is uh, the hero's journey. We get to do it together. Um, we get to laugh through it, to cry through it, to feel the fear through it to feel the joy and the bliss it's got it's got it all it's like life's biggest drama that's about to unfold and it's uh, you know i think it's a case of looking forward to it it's what else you know it's a, a life half lived that that can't happen a life half lived can't happen we just have to face this arch nemesis head on and the boundaries um, just as a side note, is where people lose the boundary is and become people pleasers or overgiving, or the energy is all with everybody else, is because there's a a core sacred wound 
of fear of abandonment. And that's not coming from us, that's coming from our ancestors. It's coming from just being human, of we need that connection. And it is scary to think that there might be a loss of somebody or somebody might not be there for us or people might not be there for us. And what if we had to do something alone or any of this? And I think another important aspect of this is even if life feels good at the moment, there could come a time where your partner, for example, passes away before you. So this happened to my grandmother. And my grandfather was one on my mother's side was 60 and my grandmother lived to her 80s. So she had over 20 years by herself. And of course, you know, she could have got into another relationship. I don't know, but she didn't. And so even if everything is amazing now, we have to have to have that masculine vision of the future of how we come into wholeness that we ever do find ourselves on our own in the future for the rest of our life or on our own now, that we're okay with it, that we can be happy, that we can be fulfilled and we can be expansive and we can live a life that feels so good, regardless of if anyone is in it or not. And that's an important part to remember that even if everything feels amazing right now, that in wholeness, whatever challenges we face in the future, we will be okay with it. We'll be happy, we'll be protected, we'll feel provided for. And so that's why the individuation is so incredibly important. And 2004 is all about the individuation and moving through that journey. Today I've been speaking about the alchemical marriage, the inner union, the move, the journey into wholeness. We start with looking at those boundaries and there's a number of other steps that we move through. Um, but at the moment we're just looking at the boundary system. So I hope that you have your inner masculine is going to create an amazing vision for you for 2024 and beyond, that you don't feel in any rush, everything's perfectly timed, that there's nothing to worry about, everything is moving exactly as it should, there's no one is being left behind, and everything is just as it should be. Take care.